Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Ideas in a Bottle podcast. I'm your host Vaishnavi Devedi and in this episode we will be exploring startups from a point of view of a student with two special guests Lasya and Yashank. This is a special episode just for all the students out there evaluating their choices whether to work at a at a startup or an MNC or how to go about starting up as a student with the limited resources that we have as students. So before we jump into the conversation a little bit about our speakers so Lasya is a junior year student majoring in computer science currently interning at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology Center for Collective Intelligence as a research intern and a former Google DSC lead she has worked closely with startups and is currently working towards a building a fintech product come to life and yashank is a software engineer intern at a new york based startup called rocketium and he's also a former dsc lead and a patent holder and he has been a part of various startups as well and is uh, also building the fintech product alongside lasya so without further ado let's jump right into the conversation with lasya and yashank today we will be discussing the topic that we have at hand which is like exploring to stu- uh, startups as students and like all of us here are students and it's a, like uh, it's a great uh, it's going to be a great conversation i feel and uh, yeah so i mean we can just uh, so let's just start by setting the context for what we'll be talking about in this episode uh, so i mean you can just go over uh your journey uh, exploring the startup ecosystem as a student in india so last year why don't you go first like whenever i ask a question you go first and then yashank can answer it as well or like if i have a question directly for someone i can just i can just point it out for them sure yeah sounds good yeah okay so um i was essentially a part of i mean uh, i got acquainted with the startup ecosystem when i was um in my first year i mean at the end of my first year of btech and uh, there was a startup weekend that i attended um and i barely knew anything uh, by then i just knew a little bit of web designing and uh, front end stuff and not much so um i didn't even have an idea back then i just wanted to go there to look around and um just figure out what uh, startup the hype about the startups is all about So I went there and I was a part of one of the um ideas there which was uh competing and that was a pretty good experience for me because there were sessions about finance there were sessions about uh the business model canvas and how to go about a startup uh fin uh, 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 revenue and stuff like that so um it gave me many many insights into how actually the back end of a startup works um the and an insight into how the business takes place and also how to go about it technically so that was my start i would say and then um i after that i essentially started working with one of my friends on one of their ideas and then we went ahead to another startup weekend which was very different from my first experience because back then i didn't have an idea but this time i represented team and we had an idea a solid idea to participate so there was much more motivation 
so um this was a, a different kind of an experience and uh, there were many times that uh, um the mentors over there when they interacted with us it was it was literally um idea changing right so you um we essentially spoke about our idea and so many mentors gave different opinions which actually changed the way we think so that's when i understood the importance of perspective in startups so and yeah and then i went on to try out a few ideas as initiatives personally after that um we didn't win though uh, on any of the startup but that both of them gave me a lot of lot of experience with respect of how to deal with startups and stuff so i did try out a few of my ideas as initiatives later on and yeah now i am trying to build um something along with yashank um as a student entrepreneur so that has been my journey so far all right that's good to hear uh what about you yashank yeah after listening to last year i'll be like oh my journey that is not like that fascinating <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so uh, it started off in second semester actually in the first semester itself of my bachelor's so there was a uh, mentor who came to teach us a subject that was linux in the first semester itself and he was an entrepreneur and he was a research entrepreneur basically so he said if anyone wants to uh, work on a real life idea you can just join my uh, office uh, after college time and we'll have a discussion so i went there and he gave me few problem statement and asked me if i can work of any of them so with when i came across an idea i was like i always was fascinated with unity and all that thing so i came up with a 3d uh, kind of idea and i uh, pitched it and he liked that so my journey started off there right uh, i remember 23rd of december 2018 it was so from there i started my journey uh, i started as a single person in my team and he was an entrepreneur he has a team with him who used to mentor me and all of that after that uh, i went to a hackathon with my teammates i had two teammates then and we won that hackathon that was my first hackathon ever and we won that so after that he told us like you guys are building good let's focus more on that so right there i got to know how you uh, tell or think uh, is your idea feasible if people need it or not you just go to them talk to them so uh, he used to like go to a lot of uh, places to uh, verify his idea talk to people and he t- he taught me one thing when you have any uh, problem statement or any solution of something the only way to get started is just talk to thousands of people who are connected with it and get to know if if it makes sense what you are building so that what i did the same thing then uh, after that i started working with him on his various projects he was building a lot of projects for uh, specially able persons i got a chance to uh, showcase his one of his project in united nations house india after that i kept uh, working on different things and recently uh, when covid started i uh, uh, filed a patent with him for a smart uh, uh, coin and uh, cash sanitizing system alongside then i started off my first as an person as a intern in a startup um, in back in feb 2021 i started working as a single tech person in that company after that i have been like moving on to different startups and today building and trying to build something with lasya so this is my journey all right that's very interesting like you have interned a lot of startups uh, from what i can gather and uh, i mean 
I would just like to know. I I mean, as a person, as a student, uh, from a student's perspective, and since this is the question that is asked by a lot of people as well, that how is interning at a startup as a student different than interning at a bigger company, and uh, like, what are some of the pros and cons that you may have noticed, or uh, that may have you know benefited you, or maybe uh, have had some sort of downside towards uh, the career that you're trying to build. So yeah, I mean, if you can highlight a little bit about that as well, Yashank. Yeah, sure. So when you start working at a startup, it's it's like kind of more exciting in a way, other than like when you work in a big company. I haven't worked in an MNC yet, but I have few of my friends who have been interning at very big names like Fang and other companies. And when I see they have good work they have good team they have people backing them they have a lot of experienced people teaching them mentoring them but when you go to a startup it it's a totally different space you just don't learn for what you have been like hired for you learn multiple things so i'll i'll share my experience so when i get into my first uh, startup as an intern i went there i was working on a uh, like a web website uh, or you can say a product side but when when i used to interact with the team we were a very short team and when they used to talk about financials marketing plan and all of things so then i realized that when you are working in a startup everything is so transparent that it makes sense so i'll give an example so i made a product in that i made a new feature so when that feature will go live that is to the people who want to use it client they'll directly come to me like i'll i'll handle their problems i'll get to know oh this was the feature that they liked it and they didn't like it but when you are working in a big company that that can't be possible right because that uh, they have a big client so they are they are uh, working on that product they give feedback to success managers or any of them they talk to the team the other team talk to your manager and you'll just get to know okay so you made this instead of make this you never know why that happened why you are changing that part of code why are you changing that feature why didn't that work so in the startup thing you get to know all the ways around that how client is interacting with what you are doing and how all other operations are happening but that doesn't happen in big companies because for obvious reasons the team is so big that you can't like just be transparent for everything because it will just take a lot of time to just gather the information or do the knowledge transfer right and talking about pros and cons i'll go with the first cons that is it's hard to tell your parents that if they want to share in which company you are working you have to tell them yeah this is the company name remember this you have to tell them because if you tell them i'm working facebook apple google that's easy because everyone know about them but the all the new startups you are working on doesn't matter how good they are doing they won't know the name right because it's still young uh, in the market so first of all when if you are looking at that your parents just uh, should be proud of the name uh, not the work you are doing then startup won't help there but if you are thinking to gather knowledge for your initial years so that you can become master of something or you get to know more about everything then startup is there that's the pro like you get everything you want to learn if you want to learn about tech you can and if you want to switch to another company in a, another uh, team in that company if you are done with your work you can sit with them you can talk with them what are we doing why are we building this so this is the pro of like the pros of the startup like the best thing i have ever felt like you get to interact with all of the team you get to interact with the clients 
but at the same time if we see uh, in the startup you don't have that big mentoring right so people you are working with they are still like young uh, in the market in the field so maybe you'll have person who is mentoring you have an experience of 7 years 8 years but if you'll go to a big company they'll have people from 25 years 30 years so that's a difference but i believe if you want to do self learning and in the initial days if you want to put yourself at a place where you can just maximize your knowledge input and that's that's the startup and at at a particular age when you are done okay now i want to settle then i guess mnc will be best for you so that's that's my personal opinion on this yeah i totally agree on that because i mean even i as a student uh, i have been interning at startups for a long time myself and it's been a great experience because like in most of the startups like especially at bottle as well uh, like i started off as a developer but then i made my way into product and podcast and even like content strategy and that kind of stuff so i mean usually you might not know what you want to do in life as a student and uh, like going into a startup will help you uh, take up various roles and like be flexible with whatever that you want to do um uh, so yeah i mean that's a great insight uh, into into uh, interning at a startup as a student and uh, especially like in this ma- in this way i think uh, the experience matters way more than like the name of whatever company that you're working at even though in my case i feel uh, like if if i were working at a startup let's say like cred or something my parents would know about it because they they're like you know uh, exploring these new apps and stuff uh, so yeah i mean uh, Uh, when when you like this that is the case when you're uh, working at an early age startup and i completely uh, relate with that uh, so yeah i mean thank you uh, yashank for sharing that and i would just like to know from you lasya like how can students be uh, like more involved in the startup world like how can they uh, dip their toes how can they start dipping their toes and like maybe finding opportunities or be it like even fi- uh, starting their own startup for that matter like how can they explore around this world like just to directly uh, go with that question um sure that's a great question um so when i was a beginner right i have i had no clue about um what goes into a startup and i was actually very surprised to know a lot of factors that uh come into picture when you think of a startup and trust me to every beginner who thinks that they know a lot about how they function how startups function they don't because uh we still learn and there's a lot of uh, experience that you will have to gain to actually understand the nuances to build a successful startup so the first thing you would want to get involved with is how to form a good idea and how do you know that this idea is going to work right so unless and until you have people or market that says that you know this is something that we need there's no other guarantee no no mentor no um, entrepreneur who's a great uh, folks 30 under 30 entrepreneur could tell you if your idea would work or not so one great advice that i have received with respect to that is never trust investors or mentors or anybody's opinion it doesn't matter the only thing that matters is your uh, customer validation if they are happy then that will work so mm-hmm. um, to get into the startup world i think 
स्टूडेंट्स कैन इनिशियली स्टार्ट अप विद स्टार्ट अप वीकेंड्स वेज यू नो दे कैन गेट टू बी अ पार्ट ऑफ स्टार्टअप्स इन स्टार्टअप वीकेंडेंशियली हैकेथॉन्स राइट मोर लेस लाइक हैकेथॉन्स सो इट विल एक्चुअली हेल्प यू अंडरस्टैंड हाउ टू मेक अ गुड पिच how to uh, you know get involved in in the startup uh, as uh, you know as as somebody in the technical field or in the financial field or something like that it will give you a first hand experience so it is always important to gain first hand experience so you can either try checking out startup weekends that have been taking place or um, you your college most of the colleges have incubation centers right so they often put out a uh, recruitment drives that you know uh, this particular startup needs a web developer or an app developer or something like that so you can initially start get started with something that you know but as yashank mentioned in a startup you're very flexible to check out other fields and learn more about how the startup functions as a whole uh and you get to interact with teams uh with many teams just not one so um yeah so that is one way and then um you can also look out um you know if your friends or if your alumni or if your uh, professor or somebody from your college is working um on some startup or is building one or if you can find any good startups on linkedin that people have put out recruitment drives for or if you have a particular startup that you like you might as well reach out to the hiring manager or the technical lead or i mean uh, it depends on whoever the hiring person is for the role um, i mean whoever the hiring person um uh, for your role is you can reach out to them or you can directly uh, contact the founder you know most of these people tend to accept students like that who are really interested if you if you send out a really good um message saying that why you are the right fit for the role and what do you want to do by being a part of that startup and why do you like that startup the most or something like that then i'm pretty sure a lot of people would give you a green signal to uh, be a part of the startup so this is how you can gain first hand experiences of how they work and how um, you know you can be a part of them but later on to build your own startup you can always check out other case studies of other startups and then um, you can check out the startup school by by combinator or stuff like that there are many resources where you can gain more and more knowledge and these days you know you can learn anything and everything under the sun using the internet so i don't think that's a problem so yeah these are a few tips that can help students um uh, gain ideas and get first hand experience and also um learn, help them learn more about startups yeah that's that's very uh, like insightful because I mean, these are some of the things that uh, usually students don't know about. And just to add to what you said, I mean, for me, like when I was looking out for jobs and internships uh, at startups, uh, the uh, one thing that worked for me as well was that you know, uh, just try to be active on LinkedIn because uh, LinkedIn or even Twitter because. as i was uh, in the space uh, a, a while back and uh, someone like i think uh, it was tanya pratap who said that you know there are like founders are crying on the on twitter uh, looking for developers looking for people to work uh, in their startups so basically like crying as an obviously it's metaphorical but uh, i mean that's that's sort of the uh, just to give the vibe to it uh so yeah i mean i feel that uh, as long as you have like a good personal brand and you're credible uh, people will actually uh, reach out to you uh, if you know if you can uh, live up to that uh, sort of standard because 
i mean if you keep posting content regularly and you know things like that if you try to be credible on social media as well especially linkedin and twitter not i mean other platforms are great but i feel that these are the two platforms where founders are uh, quite active so yeah i mean i completely agree with uh, the points that you uh, said uh, last year like just to add on to you vaishnavi yeah. i'm sorry to cut you off but mm-hmm. i totally agree with the twitter uh, sorry the linkedin part mm-hmm. um, where i and i also think that you know you don't essentially need a brand brand initially mm-hmm. but if you just have a decent profile and reason as to why you would want to work with someone i think a lot of people might definitely be interested because mm-hmm. a lot of the dms most people get including me are how to get get into this or um, i would want to know more about this irrespective of what their domain is why do they want to do this what kind of information are they seeking out from me so mm-hmm. it's just i think people are just not educated enough to um, use linkedin properly to make the best use of it but if made the right use linkedin can be a great platform to fetch opportunities and there's nothing like it yeah definitely like completely agree with that like we, we need to uh, know how to leverage linkedin as students or uh, to be able to get good startup internships so yeah i mean that's that's great advice uh so i mean jumping more into let's say you know uh, the latter part of what you said that you know uh how to jump into the startup ecosystem as a founder and most importantly as a student founder so i mean uh, the, as like you said that you know people are not very much educated about um, about you know startups and you know how to go about them and things like that uh, so how what, students often ask founders uh, student founders such as yourself uh to give them some insight into let's say how you brainstorm and validate your startup idea so maybe you can tell us a little bit about that as well uh maybe yashank you can uh, give us some insight into uh, this and then uh, we can go on to lasya uh yeah sure so uh talking about how to brainstorm and validate your idea right so and this i as i mentioned in my first answer as well it it totally up to you how you can just take away from that problem statement so i'll give an example how i do it and how i learned to do that so the best thing when you are a student is you have a lot of network you have a lot of colleagues you have a lot of friends you have friends of friends you have linkedin connections you have instagram connections you have snapchat you have any of them just post somewhere just ask things indirectly so i'll give an idea so uh, this is this is kind of a inside thing so when i was working on my idea i actually did this experiment that i told last year as well so i didn't ask anyone directly what i am building but indirectly i asked the question and they gave me answers that was aligning to my problem statement so in this way when you want to work on a startup or when when you want to work on a idea just make sure when before you start working on it validate it with the people you are targeting for say if you are targeting a students uh, who 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 are not able to like manage things right but then just go to them talk to them see uh, i saw you are not able to manage things what's happening what is the major issue you have right so they'll they'll tell you their issues then you'll come back you see if the your idea was tackling them if you were working for that that's your market size is it like taking all of the things they have so in this way just talk to people and one more thing uh, that can help you is read about the previous work happened in that field for say if you are working in a for a social media platform just look around why other social media platform who got failed and why the 
social media platform like instagram snapchat are working what's the difference between them how is that happening i'll give an example of hike uh, recently i came across a case study about hike is why hike uh, messenger got down is because they were only vo- uh, focusing on a very limited people they were focusing on the teens where they can just share using uh, stickers and other part but they were not focusing on the other uh, side where th- there are a lot of people who are using other messaging right so you can't just focus on a very closed uh, market so you just have to make sure when you are working on an idea you should know how big the market is and you should validate it so that's one thing i believe that uh, you should have it uh when you are working uh, on an idea or brainstorming about it and the other part is when you are talking to your co-founder or your team take their insights never cut off them just wait when they are done just if if they had said something and you have answers to them just do it but don't just do it ki okay i take their ideas i won't tell if i had an answer of that just make sure you have a double sided conversation with your founders or your team that will make things so easy because when you have an idea that fascinates you so much and once i went to defest and i heard this from one of a gd he said if you think your idea is superb then it's not no don't work on it until someone else says that it's a superb idea so that's that's my take on it so just talk to people get their insights indirectly if you don't want to reveal your idea so that will be like my opinion if anyone uh, listening to wants to start working on an idea so just talk to people indirectly and get their insights yeah definitely like uh, we need to define a target audience before we can go about and build a product around it and um, i mean like you said that you know you have to understand their problems as well like you might not be the target audience that you're building it for uh, but if you talk to people around you who are facing that problem try to empathize with them and like try to build solutions for them it will do wonders and i think that is uh that is a great way of going about it and uh, obviously like doing your homework about things that came before you uh that's the ideas that came before you uh and like you know just try to understand what uh what are the things that they did well and how can you do it better so yeah i mean great great insights uh yashank uh what about you lasya like how, what's your take on this So um yeah I totally agree with your shank on the market validation part I think ideas form when you know you notice a problem right um you are essentially trying to solve some problem that the market is already having or you're trying to better the existing solution it's either of the two cases when you are uh, you know um planning to start a startup so so in our case <clears throat> we're working on a fintech idea which will you know all of us are students right um, i i would really want to ask you in fact question we when was the um, what when when did you start uh, when did you get your first salary and how how did you um, you know invest your salary after that right, right? Uh, did you know about stock markets did you know about investments and have you ever tried to invest your money uh, ever since uh, you started getting stipend Yeah I mean <laughs> that's a great question like I got my first salary like about a year ago I would say and uh, yeah I mean you are completely uh, right on track if you assume if you're assuming that I didn't do anything with it like anything proper Yeah so most of the students do not right Yeah exactly Yeah 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 makes sense because 
yeah because most of them are not aware of the stock market or, or we do we do try right we do watch a couple yeah. of videos on youtube we try mm-hmm. to gain impact and stuff gain knowledge about it but that's not really enough why are we not going ahead and investing because of the fear that we do not know how to invest the nuances of investing and stuff so that our our idea essentially um, you know revolves around solving this problem of students so <clears throat> Uh, as yashank mentioned uh, we did do a couple of and uh, we did we did ask a lot of people about this and so it essentially depends on how large your market is as he gave the example of hike uh, there might be a chance where you know you might understand that your market is slowly falling down or narrowing down uh, uh, probably you might have targeted a niche or something like that so probably you can work more on building your um, a market range right and you, that's always uh something that a company has to do to grow right so keeping the needs of the market in the mind uh to uh you know grow your startup is always the uh crucial step and so i i would just like to sum it up using these three uh points the first one being uh formulate an idea idea is essentially you uh recognizing a problem and figuring out a solution to solve it second of all is have your market research right if that idea is just in your mind that it will work or if that is really going to work or no and the third part is to learn get some first hand experience and then start working on your idea so these are a few steps that people can you know get or uh, use to get started with uh, building a uh, startup yeah i mean that those are great insights like uh, obviously um formulating an idea and then doing your research is very very important like a lot of people like i mean i just want to set the uh, context clear here that a lot of people assume that everybody is uh, everybody can there uh, can be their audience uh, looking at applications like instagram and social media and like basically uh, twitter and all that so i mean just to sort of uh, you know they just they assume that everyone can uh, everyone should be able to use their application but honestly you have to target a specific niche of people and obviously understand how big that niche is uh, before you you know step in and validate the idea as such uh, so yeah i mean um, that's that's actually those are great insights from both of you Uh, so i like a quick question to yashank as well so can you tell us a little bit about your transition from an intern to a founder like did interning at startups give you some insight uh, into be- becoming a better leader uh, because i mean that is very interesting for me to know uh, if you know if there is any scope for me to to learn from you know my current experiences uh, for like any future ventures that i might jump on to yeah so like i'm still interning at places and this idea we have been working on is like not a full time idea is just a project and converting into a product and then becoming a good startup idea because we validated our market and actually we felt like yeah this this can be done so talking about if uh, interning at startups give me any like help or like becoming a better leader yeah definitely because when you are working at startup if you'll just work as an intern you will see your side only right you will see okay this is my employer and i am his employee and if he gives me a work i have to do it and that's done that's that's my job but if you'll think that's not your job in startup your job is to think what 
is your work and how it will affect the client the market you are uh, working on and how your employer is actually taking care of you that what you do as a starter will make uh, so much sense to people who are using it so i'll give an example so if i am working at a startup and if i am working a simple basic for say a i made a, a feature inside a tool uh, they had so now that person who is my employer he'll just sit sit with me he'll tell see you will be thinking this is such a small tool but how it will impact he'll talk about all the financials he'll talk about all the things he is thinking of how this can be used how they'll market it in this way when i started working on my idea automatically my mind started uh, going to that place back to that place when he was giving me a task to do what was in his mind how he was thinking how he shared his financial and other uh, situation with me so now when i started working on my idea when i was building the core team building the founding team and i was talking to them how to do that so to make sure that they understand their point they make sure like it's not just a task for them they understand why they are building that like being working in a startup actually helps you a lot so you can understand your team you can understand how they should work and how you should help them so becoming a boss and becoming a like team lead it's like totally different boss is like okay this is your work do it i don't care how you do it it doesn't matter to you how it works just do it instead if you'll sit with team you'll ask them so this is i am thinking this is what should you do after this and what do you think should you do this or there is another way the better way to do this so in this way they'll think okay they they are also important here they are uh, here just to build this thing they are just not here for the salary they are just not here like to work they are here to work as a team they are here to work on a idea that they think they that will just blow up become a million dollar idea right so when you are working in a team as a lead you should work in this way it like step yourself in their boots right just think of if you say this line how it will mean to your uh, employee right how it they'll take it so just in this way when i was working in a startup i'll get to know how they handle all of this and it just helped me a lot when i was working with my team yeah i mean those are uh, great insights because i feel that uh, observing your leaders when you are like interning at startups is is a great insight here and uh, you know just trying to understand and take inspiration from how they are trying to rally their teams behind the vision of their company so i mean uh, like the company that you're working for so i think those are like uh, those are some of the things that you need to uh, empathize on with your current leaders to be able to become a good leader so yeah i mean those are great insights um also uh, like i just i mean this is a problem that uh, i've been facing uh, a lot of people also have been facing that you know how to go ahead and fi uh, find co-founders how to you know uh, like you know uh, just network with people and uh, find someone who vibes with you who is as passionate about your vision towards solving a particular problem that you want to work on together with you so i mean how how did you all uh, like how how did the two of you sort of uh, went about you know finding each other uh, as as co-founders and i mean obviously it, it, i think the dsc program would have played some sort of a role behind it maybe uh, but yeah uh, lastly why don't you go ahead and like tell us a little bit about it um yeah i mean <clears throat> 
yeah uh, that's a great question of course dse has helped us uh, introduce i mean uh, we got to know each other through the dse program and um, so i think the most essential quality that a co-founder needs is that uh, as much as he trusts you he should be able to trust your vision for the startup and he should believe in the startup idea as much as you do right uh, so essentially in our case um, i think um, we were lucky enough to know each other and uh, yashank i think kind of knew uh, what kind of a person i am and what kind of things that i would love to work on and uh, would have a similar interest to work on something like this so he approached me with the idea that's how um, it worked with us but essentially as you said somebody who shares the common vision for the startup uh, is the most necessary and also somebody who um, complements your skills well i think that is the best way to put it um, you might be having a few skills and uh, your co-founder might be having a few skills it's always much better if the um, if both of you can come together to form a whole um, package or if it it might not be just two people it might be three people or four people it depends on the startup and the people who are working for it but i think somebody who can complement your skills well would add on to uh, the team uh, very very well so that is my two cents on how to um, look what, what to look for in a co-founder but i think yashank would also be able to give great insights on this yeah i mean uh, like complementing skills is something uh, very very important because you can't do everything by yourself and i learned that the hard way and uh, yeah i mean what about you yashank like what's your take on this yeah so when i came up with the idea like we are working on so it, essentially this was something i was just roaming around and i don't know how i started thinking of that and the first thing i did was i thought of yeah this is something we should work on and who should i approach because the first thing when i get to know an idea and i i learned this in the past if you don't talk to the right people it will end up in a very big mess because looking at your co-founder first of all that is a i, I don't think if uh, everyone will agree to that but i believe is when you are talking to someone and that's maybe that's your co-founder or a team member if they just agree to what you mean they are not the right person they should agree to what's right so there are a lot of people who just want to be a co-founder with someone and they just say yeah yeah this is good this is good let's do this let's do it. instead there should be a person who tells yeah this is good but if you are thinking in this way then it's wrong you are going on a wrong way if that person compliments you on your idea that person tells you if you are wrong or right that's a right person and maybe that's that's a trait you'll have in your life partner or a you know uh team partner it's it's up to you so uh it's like something big if you are working on it if the other person is just giving you okay this is good okay you are going going good uh, let's do this let's do it that's that's not the right way to found a co-founder so for me it was i have to look at a person who has a great insights in what i am working uh he or she or should also know about what we are working and he or she should also have a network in the market we are going because i know this ki uh, i know a product i can work on it but i am uh, 
a person who don't have that big network or i don't uh, socialize that much in that networking skill so i wanted a person who can do that as well alongside with me so that just as last year i said like complementing uh, complementing the traits we have alongside for me if you want a co-founder he or she should know uh, and believe in you and should just agree to your decisions in hard times so if if you are if you guys are going down and one of them is like panicked what to do and if other is taking a step the co- the other co-founder should just say okay i trust you let's do this instead of fighting and making both of them panic so this is what i feel and that's why i just uh, chose last year that's uh that's very nice i mean uh, yeah i mean being able to cross question and being able to um, you know stand up to the other person is also a very important quality and uh, yeah th- thanks for those insights uh, so now uh, like last year yeah have- and personally just to add on again yeah yeah, yeah i do i'm sorry to cut you off but yeah so um as yashank said trust plays a major major factor when you choose just not your co-founder but also your team right because when the startup is in a very initial stage there are a lot of insecurities that not just the founder but co-founders and other people have with respect to the idea because it's not an established idea right so um the trust uh, uh, that your team and or the the co-founder or anybody puts on you that matters a lot so we were fortunate enough to find a team that you know trust us the most and we trust them back uh, and as much as we trust our idea so um we have been fortunate there so i think that also plays a huge role when you know you look for uh, hiring you look to hire somebody or form a team form a founding team or for a co-founder yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense um in any case like uh, thank you so much for adding that uh, lasya so uh, let's go on to our next segment which is uh, which is a fun segment for our listeners uh, it's uh, it's sort of just to get to know the two of you better uh, and your choices and like uh, the things that you do uh, like just a silly uh, and fun interesting segment uh, and it's it's called rapid fire uh, and like as the name suggests i will ask you a quick question and you have to answer me in one word or maybe like a sentence or something and uh, yeah i mean uh, it's 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 going to be uh, a little bit different from the topic at hand that we have here so yeah i mean let's let's get started so le- let's just uh, uh, set up the flow here so i mean you can you both both of you can keep your mics on uh, at once and uh, like i'll just ask the question and uh, yashank you go first and then lastya you can go next uh, like i uh, like you you all can just automatically do that so yeah uh so the first question is uh which is your favorite indian startup yashank yeah so for me it's fampe okay for uh, me it's zerodha oh nice uh something similar to what you are also working on uh which is great um so uh the most used app on your phone apart from social media applications it's your story uh, it's kind of social media but it's it's your story where we like i get to know all about startups yeah i mean that's that's a great uh, way i mean that's a great app uh, what about you lasya 
for me it's um product hunt and business insider so uh, business insider has this place where you can check for recent updates on tech so i really like that mm-hmm. all right uh, yeah i mean product hunt is my favorite as well <laughs> so in any case um okay so per- the person that you admire most in your network yeah so it's going to be chetan koshik he is alumni from my college and i admire him the most of work he has done mhm all right what about you lasya uh for me there's no one person whom i admire because i admire qualities and on in most people but if mm-hmm. i have to say the closest person that represents most of my qualities is my mom probably i gain that from her so yeah it's my mom oh that's that's very sweet um <laughs> anyway so uh next question this is like you have to choose between the two and just let us know why that you why you're choosing uh one of uh these so linkedin or twitter uh, i'll go with twitter so okay. be right less but we understand more there yeah definitely it it allows you to be creative what about you lasya Uh, that's a great perception but for me it's linkedin because um i've not used twitter much but uh, linkedin is a great platform for opportunities and uh yeah inspiration all right um clubhouse or twitter spaces i never used twitter spaces and not a big fan of clubhouse but yeah i use clubhouse so clubhouse for me all right lasya for me it's clubhouse because as i said i don't use twitter much all right um okay so i mean this is this question is uh, you know our uh, uh, highlight question and we ask this to everybody who comes here um so so what is the most useless productivity hack you've come across for me people used to say uh, in the night it's like so clear that you can work but i can't work at night so it's for me that <laughs> i can't work at night i am a morning person nice hey that works for me <laughs> <laughs> but okay for me i think productivity hacks are a myth uh, personally it might i might be wrong because um, i just love uh, things that i do so to find uh, you know uh, to push myself to do something that is not something uh, that i get to uh, you know uh, experience every day apart from college but um, yeah uh, the most productivity hack that i that people say is that multitasking is bad especially when they are unrelated things and for mm-hmm. me it has worked the best and i just do everything that i love so that has been like a myth for me yeah i mean i kind of agree with you on that like uh because it's sort of relatable there in any case like uh, we'll go, we'll move on to the next question um those are, those were great answers by the way uh what's the worst advice that you've ever gotten it could be about anything and anything under the sun for that matter for me it was ki master one thing and just keep working on one thing so i felt mm-hmm. i feel like just how much you can get to know about different thing you should know in this way you'll get to know where your interest lies so just knowing one thing is like the biggest bad advice i've ever got yeah j- uh, you need to be the jack of all trades and master of like a couple or two uh, what about you last year okay so for me uh, the most uh, annoying uh, um tip that i got is to play the losers game uh, you know uh, which means that 
you know you have to settle for less or you know just do the things that are the safest right like pursue your graduation and then go on to masters or the, don't do anything don't take uh, many risks and stuff like that and people who say that startups have become a fad you know everybody is trying that i mean what's wrong in trying new things yeah right? exactly hmm. yeah so yeah playing the losers game is the worst advice i've ever got yeah like uh, choosing the safety option engineering kar lo beta <laughs> and then the, your life is going to be set yeah that day oh don't remind me of those jay days <laughs> yeah jay days suck but in any case uh, what's one tool uh, that you can't live without this this is the last question yashak for me it's slack okay i i just feel like slack aligned my life a lot so slack is going to be the tool i can't live without mhm what about you Okay, for me, uh, it's Notion because I tend to forget things, so I need my Notion board, and also Canva because I just Ooh. love using Canva for random things as well. So yeah, yeah, you stole my answer. Even I can't live without Canva for even a day because I use it e- literally every single day for everything that is uh, that it can do. So yes. <laughs> it's like a stress buster. Designing yeah. is stress buster. Yeah, exactly, I, I exactly. Yeah. um so yeah i mean you and me same page uh in any in any case um this was a great episode like uh i personally got to learn a lot from the two of you and i hope that it might help people like me and uh you know our listeners who are students as well as you know maybe uh you know who are just trying to or uh, delve into the software uh, the startup ecosystem and uh, yeah i mean uh, uh, let's hope that they find uh, this insightful and thank you so much for joining us today yashank and lasya uh, it was great having the two of you uh, on board here so yeah thank you so much vaishnavi for hosting us it was really really uh, uh, you know fun to have this conversation with yeah likewise yeah thank you so much vishnu like it was it was a great interaction and even few few of the things i get to know about last year and you like how do you mm-hmm. manage few things and that may like help us build few things in the future so thank you definitely. so much for this definitely all right